Well, a fitting song here uh, <laughs> no. to, to come into the end of this teaching here with our general manager, Ray Haynes, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. And that was uh, a rendition given by Everfound here on Victory 91.5. Started this whole thing this morning talking about that name of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. And now we're going to talk about uh, a little bit about Bethlehem and why that's significant. And man, this just stars and the and the layers of all the things that come together to tell us when Jesus was born. That's absolutely my absolute favorite Christmas song. So come, come, Emmanuel. And that's another question that gets asked a lot of times. The spelling. Sometimes you see it with an I. More the, yeah, Sometimes you see it with an E. Why is that? Well, it's the two languages. Hebrew is the word is Emmanuel. Emmanuel is with us. And L is God. So mm-hmm. Emmanuel was a, with an I is the Hebrew, yeah. which I prefer. And again, as you all know, I have a real attitude towards uh, <laughs> translation of, of how they they translate the New Testament because and the Old Testament, but especially the New Testament because they uh, they I don't like the transliteration of names, and that would include Emmanuel because it's the word Emmanuel, which does mean God with us. But as you can know from Latin or Roman, the us there has to do with Zeus. So right, right. So uh, technically it would mean, you know, Zeus is with us. So, well, we're ready to go back to the manger now. And that's a big question. And, uh, you know, this is one of those things where we, when we go to Israel, we're hoping to do that next year. Our plans are to take the next Israel trip, uh, probably next fall, and we'll mm. take you to uh, somewhere near this manger. Just depends if we can get as close as we'd like to get often. But, um, Let's jump into the, the story in Luke again. Now that we're in the same country, shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign to you. You'll find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. Now, awesome story, but uh, we know they end up in the right place, right, from the story, but how did the shepherds find Jesus with only three relatively vague clues? A newborn baby, (laughs) swaddling clothes, and a manger. I'm pretty sure I would still be wandering around Bethlehem looking for him. So, a typical home at that time had a dugout area below the house where they kept the animals in the evening time. So, to find a specific place, you'd need some directions. How did the shepherds find Jesus with the most vague directions ever? (laughs) The Hebrew was, truly, uh, you will find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in the manger. English translators, and you know I love them, chose to make it a manger rather than the manger. Mm. Because there was a lot of mangers hosting babies that night. Well, the shepherds of Bethlehem were in charge of raising sheep for temple sacrifices. Right. Each lamb born there made its way to Jerusalem to be sacrificed. We know that. According to the laws governing sacrifice, the sheep that were used for the offerings had to be one-year-old sheep that had been outside for 365 days or one year. The male sheep were offered as burnt offerings, the female as peace offerings. Since these sheep needed to be remain outside. The shepherds were also outside. So that night, some shepherds were in the field outside the village, guarding the flocks of sheep. So that explains what was going on there. The more significant story, the hills of Bethlehem were home to thousands of lambs sacrificed in the temple. Mm -hmm. But where in Bethlehem? Well, just northeast of the shepherds' fields is the ruins of ancient Bethlehem Ephrata, a place near called Migdal Adar, near the tomb of Rachel. 
Genesis 35 and 48 tell us that Rachel was buried at Ephrathah, which is Bethlehem. Mm. Micah 4, 8. And you, O tower of the flock. Now that's back in Hebrew is Migdal Adar, tower of the flock. The stronghold of the daughter of Zion, unto you shall come even the first dominion. The kingdom shall come to the daughter of Jerusalem. So all that fancy language, meaning a king would be born at Migdal Adar to a girl from the line of David. This would be the Messiah they're waiting for. So they knew pretty well close where it was. So as a boy from Bethlehem Ephrathah, King David would have tended sheep right there in those very hills, sheep destined for the daily offerings of the Feast of Passover. These fields were the ancestral lands of his family. The Talmud tells us that when David was king, he set apart these lands specifically for raising the Passover lambs. These shepherds knew exactly where in Bethlehem the Messiah would be born. So let's talk Ephrata. David's history reaches back to the book of Ruth, which tells us the story of Boaz mm -hmm. from Bethlehem Ephrata, who became the kinsman redeemer of Ruth of Moab. Their son Jesse was the father of David. So we're talking ancestral land here. At the base of Migdal Ador Watchtower was a special birthing room called the Manger. Uh, for birthing these very special sacrificial lambs. The angel's declaration to the Bethlehem shepherds could only mean the manger at the base of the tower of the flock. And clearly they were watching Passover lambs. The shepherds were trained as children on what was required for each sheep to be worthy of sacrifice. The sheep were brought to the watchtower from the fields during the lambing season, being themselves under special rabbinical care. These priests would strictly maintain a ceremonial clean birthplace. By the way, you know, we were talking earlier about how do we know that Jesus wasn't born at Passover? Well, they would have been right there at the manger if it was during Passover because the sheep were born in the spring at Passover. So that that is one fact that, that, that they were out in the fields with the sheep tells you that they, they weren't right there at the manger with the birthing sheep. And obviously Jesus would have had a hard time being born in a manger where they were birthing the sheep in that moment. So again, a little, little reminder that it, it wasn't a Passover. So when these newborn lambs were born, they wrapped them in swaddling clothes to prevent them from thrashing about and harming themselves. It was their job to ensure the animals weren't damaged or blemished. Very, very important. After the lambs had calmed down, they could be inspected to ensure they were without spot or blemish. Now, being wrapped in swaddling clothes would only be a significant clue if the angels were referring to a Passover lamb. Newborn babies had been wrapped in swaddling clothes long before the time of Jesus. That wasn't really a help. And still today. And still today, yeah. So it was common, so it was not a good clue unless it was the cloths used by the shepherd priests. That's who they were. That's what they did. So it was a very good clue. It was a very specific clue for them. A terrible clue if it, it was somewhere else. So the shepherds weren't random. The angels notified them because it was their calling to certify Passover lambs at birth. Mm. That's who they were. That's what they did. So let's look at a scripture with a little more precise translation. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Miriam or Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, keep that in mind, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths, placed him in the manger, because there was no guest rooms available for them, although guest rooms would be uh, another word. So notice it says, while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. So we get this idea that they're traveling, and an emergency happens, and they have to, you know, they end up running to this manger spot, when in fact... 
while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. So let's just kind of look at the thought here. Not as they arrived, not as it's an emergency stop. Joseph and Mary or Miriam were both of the line of David. They returned to Bethlehem Ephrata because they had family there. Boaz owned the thresh, threshing floor in Bethlehem Ephrata, which was handed down to succeeding generations within the lineage of David by right of inheritance. They were already at the Tower of the Flock, according to the passage, in Bethlehem Ephrata. They may have already been staying at that homestead of Boaz's. Another phrase we hear in the story also causes some problems. The phrase translated as, no room for them in the inn. Mm-hmm causes some confusion. She brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And they weren't looking for a hotel, no, by the way. No, not that Just, kind of the inn. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> was, but, but the bigger question, too, is really no room? Really? Yeah. Is there any good reason a pregnant Jewish woman couldn't stay in their family home during a high feast day? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. According to the Torah, when a woman had an issue of blood for any reason, like pregnancy, she was ritually unclean for that time and seven days after. So, the actual quote, anything she lies on during her period will be unclean. Anything she sits on will be unclean. Anyone who touches anything she sits on will be unclean. They must wash their clothes and bathe with water. They'll be unclean till evening. That's a mild problem because that's just one day. A woman who becomes pregnant and gives birth to a son will be ceremonially unclean for seven days. So, now you're talking about longer period of time. And you're talking about Rosh Hashanah and mm-hmm. the, the holiest day of the year ten days later. So, it would have been the... All right for them to arrive and stay at the family home until Rosh Hashanah. Then it was time to go because they would make everybody unclean. They would have defiled all of the people in the household by giving birth in the house. So all of that would be bad. To say no room actually means something very different. The Jews are very family oriented. They all live together. I mean, it's it's a very communal. You know, it's not it's not quite like us Americans. We don't we don't function and think like that. We're just not our way. But that story translated that way would be offensive to anyone, but especially to the Jews. So would her family who loved her send her to give birth in a filthy stable of animals or say, sorry, we got no room for you. <laughs> Prophecies about the Messiah told them he would be revealed from Migdalay Dar. And that's where they were. So perhaps it was the plan all along. It was literally a birthing room. So, I mean, it would have made sense. It was on their family property and would have allowed them to give birth privately without making anybody unclean. Even today, this field has more shepherd towers and caves of the remains of those than anywhere else in Israel. Interestingly, for what it's worth, uh, a stone manger was found in one of those caves in this Tower of the Flock area site that goes back to the 1930s. A Jewish archaeologist removed it, brought it back to the U.S. for fear that it would be destroyed, which was a good reason because World War II was coming and all that happened. So there's plenty of history there in the Tower of the Flock. We usually go up in those fields and look down over the, just the fields where that are 2,000 years old. Hopefully this year we'll get to get you a little bit closer into the... Um, Actual Migdal Adar there. Mm. Beautiful place. Man.